Welcome to Years in Exile, Ram Jack the Awakened. Hello everyone, I'm Alex and joining us today for Ram Jack is our good friend Brad. Hello citizens, hello. We're coming at you with a, another casual lap this week. Casual. We'll get back to non-casual soon, just not today. We will. We will. We will. I mean, I, I looked into the future, and there's a couple of really solid TNTs in the future, so... Perfect. Not many before we hit the next season, though, right? I think there's like seven left. Okay. Well, seven. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's yeah. a couple of months. There's a fashion one coming up, uh, I Ooh. think. Not the next one, but I think the one after that. So I um, really want to see what uh, what uh, TNT fashion-based app is like. Cannot wait. But we're gonna have to wait for today, because again, we're just we're just relaxing with those cold chains. Casual, chains. casual. How's it been, Brad? What, what's what's been going on? <sighs> you know, just you know, surviving, living life. Ah, you know that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. But we're all doing. Mm-hmm. Trying to forget about all the crazy, horrible things happening in the world, and just you yeah. know, taking it well, one day, one hour, one minute at a time. In some cases, yeah. I mean, it's all about resilience, and I learned that from Hillary Clinton's masterclass on resilience. Oh, so I know all about resilience now. So how much did that run you, or was it? I'm um, sure they're just giving I, it away. I'm, I am bothered? not fucking paying. A, a, I'm not paying for masterclass, and I sure as fuck am not paying for goddamn Hillary fucking Clinton's masterclass on resilience. Hillary Clinton, whom, like, the only good thing I have to say about Hillary Clinton is she knows how to hold a grudge. <laughs> Did you actually it. listen to this, or were you just no, making I, fun no, of I've it? No, I've listened to reviews of it. I, I've wow. listened to podcast about it, so. But no, I will never, never. I couldn't imagine you doing it. Fuck, I know, I put a What are the reviews saying? They say that she's a fucking lunatic. Like, nice. And nice. this is a ridiculous scam and Masterclass is bullshit. Yeah, Masterclass is pretty lame across the board. Yeah, of course. Of course. And Hil- what are you going to learn from Hillary Clinton? What are you? What could you possibly learn from Hillary Clinton? Resilience. What, even, what can she teach you? What has she done? Destroy Libya? Is, is the class about, hey, here's how to ruin a country. I mean, she's still around. Hence the word resilient. They probably sat in a room. What can we have Hillary Clinton talk about? They threw a bunch of words on the board. The only one they could really like kind of squint and let people be like, okay, was maybe resilience. And they were like, eh, let's see how it goes. It's the only word that we could probably paint kind of in a positive light. We put a, let's spin the word really, really fast. And it might stick to people might want to pay for it. How much are master classes? I don't know. I've never no looked clue. into it. I just no see them clue. advertised. I would. I can't like. It's got to be like a subscription thing, or oh, yeah, who it's, would yeah, who it's would it's do a, it? Yeah. I'm not going to pay thirty dollars or fifty bucks for Hillary Clinton's resilience class master class subscription. It's a fifteen. It starts at fifteen dollars a month. Um, view the plans. Let's see what the plans are. All right. So for fifteen dollars, uh, one device at a time. Cannot download for off offline viewing. Ooh. Um. All 150 plus classes. Oh wow! There's a hundred. There's only 150 plus. I mean, I mean, obviously 150 plus could be anything, but that also means it's not 200. No. (laughs) Or they would have said 200. Um, Access to sessions by master class. Watch on your computer tablet. What is so for an extra five dollars? What do you get? You can have two devices. You can download for offline. Um, and that's the only difference. Yeah. Or you can get the premium for $23. And that just means you can watch on six devices at once. Like, why? <laughs> What's the occasion? The whole fam. Hey, we're all going to take our separate devices and we're going to go learn about resilience privately <laughs> on our own devices at our own pace. 
Wow. Maybe you run a small shop and you want everyone on your team to learn things from masters. So you pay to have six... I mean, that's a little... I think you have to have an enterprise-level thing for that. How long are the classes? Are we talking, like... How long does Hillary go for? An hour? 45 minutes? 20 uh, minutes? It's... 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 Fairly long. Um, She's not like, going I mean, eight any hours. amount of Hillary Clinton is like too fucking much. God, I hate her fucking face. Like, how would I just it even hate break everything about this human? How um, would it even three break hours, down? Three hours, twenty-three. Holy minutes. shit! Three what are hours, twenty-three about? minutes of learning from Hillary Clinton, and the class is not called "How to Destroy Libya," "How to Ruin Healthcare for Generations." Like, it, neither of those things are covered, and those are the only two accomplishments I can imagine Hillary Clinton has ever done, because they're the only ones I know about. Staying the, married to a rapist? Like, what else has she got? I, the first five minutes is defining what resilience is, saying hello, and then the rest of the three hours is her just going into stories from her life and ending all of them with the period, resilience. Small beat, go to next story. And it's just a parade through her history of her, everything she's done. Muammar Gaddafi had both a head attached to his shoulders and was not impaled through the anus. But after me, those things changed. Resilience. Resilience. A a lot of people would have left Bill. A lot of people would have walked right out of those doors of the White House the second they figured it out. But me? But me? Instead, (laughs) instead, I stayed with my rapist husband for political use and lied about the women that uh, um, he had had affairs with. Called them liars, even though I knew my husband was a rapist. Resilience. But it was for my political gain. Cool. Cool. I'm... I don't know why, but I'm now really curious as to what it is. Like, part of me wants Listen, to, like, get the 15 three bucks parts, for a month. There's a three-part um, series on the West Wing thing where they where they discuss it. Um, I, re- I recommend that instead. Cool. I actually like reviews of other things that I, I'm interested in but not. Like, I, I don't feel like I always have to go to the source material. Like, most people do. I, it's more entertaining sometimes to have the, the third-party person jump in and tell me about it. I'd love if she only, like, she was only in it for the first hour, and then they have someone else come in and tell the rest of her story. Like, she can't even be bothered because she's being lazy. I know she doesn't do that, because she can easily speak for three hours, but... Oh, Mostly I had... about, about binders and, uh... Um, so I I have, I think, the audiobook of her book. Oh, um, God. I, I oh. got it. I, my wife was into it back when she was running for president, forever ago, and... I don't think she finished the book because obviously we all kind of soured on Hillary Clinton. But I remember listening to the first chapter and thinking, oh, this is great. And then the second chapter being like, something's off. And it was, she only read like the first chapter and then someone else who sounded a lot like her read the rest, which is common. Like that happens all the time in these books. But it was interesting that I guess it it was just weird. It was like, wait, who is this? Is this Hillary Clinton? It makes me sound like there's an imposter on the book. It wasn't her. I mean, her whole career is being an imposter. Resilience. Trash, trash human. What else is going on? Don't let you don't get your blood pressure up immediately in the podcast. Uh, I mean, um, what else is up? I, I, what's up with you, friend? You tell me. You tell me. We we started watching a, n- a new reality show on Netflix. Not new, but it's the second season. Hmm. Maybe some people might remember when we talked about Love is Blind. It's it's not the show where everyone is in the dark. That's dating in the dark, which is amazing. Where these people don't see each other, and but they go on dates inside of pitch black rooms, and they just talk to each other. And then they have a big reveal of the other ones, and some people are like really excited. Some people just walk immediately. It's a great show. This show is similar in that there are, I want to say like 12 guys and 12 
uh, ladies. And they basically just go on dates with a whole bunch of people, but they have like a very thick glass wall between them and these rooms, and they just talk back and forth. Like, is love all about looks, or is it about personality first? Just listening to someone. And it's just as awesome and cringy as the first season. (laughs) But once they get out of they can't see each other, it's cool for a while, but then like when reality really hits is when the show goes off the rails, and it just gets hilarious. My favorite part so far is when a guy confuses two women and he doesn't know who they are at first because they remain silent and this dude i mean it's it's devastating he recovers but against all odds he's he's sweet talking two women one of them's name is natalie i don't remember the other one and with one of them he has a very like we'll say an intellectual connection they they just talk about all kinds of stuff about their future about what they want out of life um what they want in a partner you know basic dating stuff especially when i guess the other part is they're not dating so much as they are straight up courting and the fact that after about a week of this kind of like meeting in rooms and talking with each other some people propose like the end goal is um, marriage excuse me uh, like, yeah. excuse me yeah. like, i'm sorry when they now dropped they, and they've been dating in the dark you say not dating in the dark dating in rooms where they can't see each other Okay. Imagine you go into a room, um, there is a very thick, thick paned, opaque glass. You can't right. see through it at all. And But there's like mics hooked up so you can just talk to them. So you just talk. Uh, you go in, you sit like in a couch or like a cool, cozy thing. You can set and up people, dates where it's like... people are proposing? At the end of it, you don't say like, all right, I, I'd like to see you later for dating. We've dated for a week. They drop the seven day at like the last day. I'm like, holy shit. There's no way they did this in seven days. And about five or six couples propose and many of them accept. And they go on to have an all-exclusive paid trip to Cancun where they kind of have their own getaway for about another couple of days where okay, they get to now, see pr- each other. Propose- they propose to go to Cancun together, or they propose marriage. Brad, I want you. Uh, one guy tells a woman when she comes in, "Do you see the box that's on the table in front of you?" Tears in her eyes immediately. Opens it up. Oh my God! Will you make me the happiest man on earth and marry me? Yes. Oh, I wish I could kiss you and hug you through this glass while people just hugging the glass. People like pressing their faces against it. I can't believe we're engaged. Never seeing this human being. I mean, I know like all Knowing TV them for seven shows, days. All TV shows are fake and like yeah. reality shows are like extra fake. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I don't even like, I, I don't even know how you like pretend that that's quasi real. Like you've, you've talked to someone through like a fucking glass monolith for a week and you're going to get married. I mean, obviously, yes, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff we don't know about. And the behind the scenes stuff on this one is fascinating because when I said there were 12 people, I want to say only five couples propose. The other people are just like backdrop. They're like just people to help sets along, like scenes along or like people talking. And then they're gone. These people didn't find love. They never proposed. Or did they? Apparently in this recent season, some of the people that we followed main characters actually went through a few proposals, but because they weren't as interesting or they just said no it's not gonna work they cut them out completely so there's all this drama we never saw which i think is interesting and that goes to like what's gonna make an interesting show but the people that they choose one they they submitted themselves to be on this particular show so there's that and a lot of them you kind of believe all right you are in your 
mid to late 30s or maybe early 20s or maybe early 30s late 20s and you feel like you have to go on the show for a reason and everyone feels like they have the reason they're all very attractive people um, but there's something about their personalities that's just off a little bit that maybe dating through a monolith as you put it brad which is a great way to say it is probably okay you know what why not let's give it a try um yeah it's 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 bizarre but absolutely entertaining Anyway, there's this guy, he has a really good connection with one woman that's more of intellectual. They talk about relationship with it, what in their future. And the other woman, it's just, what are you wearing? And they just go back and forth about, they're very sexually charged and pretty much don't talk about anything about their future, at least that we see. It's more about like how how their sex lives are, what their sexual desires are. So obviously, when he sits down in the room with the other woman and says, hey, what's up? Hey, what are you wearing? Speak up, what's up? Hey! So and so, I don't forget her name. What are you wearing? Silence. Hello? Is someone there? This is Natalie. He goes, "Uh, of course it is. (laughs) And the backpedaling this gentleman has to do, I mean, it's almost triggering because he is just like manipulating her, making, almost in real time, just like gaslighting, even though we all experience what happened. This guy is a whole other character, though. He doesn't believe in 401ks, Brad, but not for the reasons you would think. (laughs) He just. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. So what are his reasons for not believing in 401ks? I only got a little bit of it because I haven't gotten that far. P.S. He proposes to Natalie. He ditches the other girl for good reason. Um, And then he gets with Natalie and they they actually have more chemistry in person than you would ever guess they would actually have. And they start living together in her Chicago apartment. He's in real estate. She's a consultant. Um, And at one point they're going over finances. And at one point he's like, I don't even believe in 401ks. And she says, what? And then that's all I got in the preview. But the way that he, I mean, yeah, maybe I I, I spoke too soon about not the reason you would think. But I'm just guessing by him and all, everything he's told me up to this point, it's not, it's, I mean, it's going to be pretty silly. Does he think they're leprechauns? It might be. Dude, this guy. If he wanted to say, yeah, I don't believe in 401ks because it was a giant scam to replace the defined pension program. Yeah. um, And puts um, like everyone's fucking future at the whims of the markets, which is psychotic and a very bad plan. By default, not really able to give you enough money to live off of, um, depending unless you can, unless you have the ability to shovel tons of money in there, and most people cannot do that. Yeah. Like it's a it's a racket, like anything yeah. is, and that's we know that. Yeah. But this guy, <laughs> it's also very new. Like it always creeps me out when you find out when four hundred one ks began. Like very new. I was surprised on the show before. Maybe he will bring this up, in which case I'll be I, I respect him more than I did up to this point. But I doubt it, highly. The first ones didn't even exist until the 60s. And they didn't even become popular until, like, the mid to late 80s. It's ridiculous. Everyone's just forgotten that everyone used to have pension plans, where you just got money when you retired. Brad, the only thing you were missing, really, from how you were his character is that you need to amp the energy up to, like, 11. You uh, Your eyes need to be wide, and, like, they blink, but it's always just, like, super intense. And your mouth never closes. He has really good teeth. He tells us he paid for them during the course of it. He says, like, the only thing that might be a deal breaker for me is her teeth are bad. I paid thousands of bucks for my teeth to look good, which, cool, yeah, totally get it. Um, So I kind of want them to have good teeth, too. But he never closes his mouth, I guess, maybe because of that. Um, Totally fascinating show. The other part that's neat, and they threw this curveball, there's another couple 
I think her name is Shayna. She also went after the guy who's really intense that was with Natalie. His her, his name is Shane. Him and Shayna were talking, and they had she's the one that he had lots of like sexual chemistry with, and they they talked a lot about it. But Shayna also dated this other guy. I don't remember his name, but he is all. I mean, again, everyone on the show is attractive. Are they super attractive? No. Um, they they're all. If we had to, I don't like to do this, but if we scale from one to ten, they're average. They're, they're probably around a five or six, most of them, which is fine. There's one guy who unfortunately has rather large ears, but again, super attractive dude. This is going to sound weird when I describe it. Um, Do you know the the kid? Imagine the kid on the Munsters, the the kind of vampire bat boy-like character. Imagine if he grew up to be an adult and was hot. That, Very I, think, I don't. I like. You shake no. your head and you're, when you see the show, you'll be like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> I, I kind of get that. Yeah. Um, him and Shayna are talking. They've been talking for seven fucking days, by the way. He's about to propose to her, like we, the next day. I think this is day six. And out of nowhere, she says, are you going to go to church with me when we start dating? He's like, fuck no. Church is stupid. She says, really? You're not an atheist, are you? And he's like, yeah, I'm an atheist. You're you're a believer? She's like, well, yeah. I think she's a Catholic or she's like a non-denominational Protestant. It doesn't matter. And he's like, really? Huh, okay. Somehow this isn't a deal breaker for him because his mom is also super religious and he's tight with her and they just agree to disagree. He's like, eh, whatever. But this devastates her. And of course, you're watching it and thinking, yeah, this isn't going to work. This you can't do. You this can't work, especially if they want to have children. It's going to be really difficult, and it's obvious that she she's not going to be as a live and let live as him. But it goes into a spiral. He proposes to her, and she accepts, even though she has strong reservations. But she's trying to play it so she can actually get to the um, Cancun, which is the place they go to for uh, the resort, so that she can meet Shane. Like she's just doing is like I don't really know, but she wants to get there so she can find him and like see if they have. An actual connection, it doesn't end up happening. She ends up leaving. It is a wild roller coaster ride, but that dude, it, it gets weird. I, I I recommend this if you're into reality show television, and yeah, it it's it's one of the it's one of the more interesting ones. Okay, all right. I think beyond that, I've, I've mentioned on the show before that my daughter um, is really into the Mario Brothers right now, or like all things Nintendo. Nice. And we've been doing Mario Brothers. She's watched a little bit of the old cartoon, um, but today. I brought out my DVDs of the old Zelda cartoon from the old 80s one. She hadn't seen, but she's been talking about Zelda and Link because they're in like Smash Brothers and she sees these things. And Zelda's a cool princess. And she's like, oh, that's a pretty, she doesn't say badass, but in her mind, she's like, that's a cool princess. Let's, when we're acting and not, you're being all these characters, dad, bring in Link too. Bring in bring in the Hyrule people when we're doing this. Can, can they mix? Of course they can. So I showed her this cartoon and her face lit up at the live action beginning where Mario and Luigi are dancing and she's like dad dad it looks like they're real uh she said i look like luigi okay (laughs) daddy looks just like you (laughs) all right all right but she was super into the zelda cartoon she was excited jumping up and down she's like daddy are they gonna have to fight him they're gonna get him uh like ganon uh." um but she loves when link says excuse me princess (laughs) Amazing. She laughs so hard. She looked at me and said, "Dad, did you hear that?" Nice. Super into it. We've after that we had to have a whole playing narrative where she was Zelda and Link, and they were coming over to the Mushroom Kingdom uh, to to just hang out, like an, invite them over to a party. 
Lincoln's Lincoln Zelda accidentally attacked uh, Yoshi because they thought he was like a bad guy because he was a dinosaur. And then Hyrule, there's a lot of crazy monsters. False alarm. They had to have like a little slap. Okay, Hyrule's not gonna invade the Mushroom Kingdom over this little dispute. It's fine. We're uh, but yeah, she's she's super into it. It's it's adorable. That's about all we've been watching and doing these days from entertainment perspectives. Um, Alex, I, I've been doing some, some research here. Really? Um, listen, I'm trying, I'm just trying to see what's going on in Jackson, Tennessee. I sent you, um, an image, um, because I had looked back at that, that, uh, post about, um, former disgraced, uh, weatherman, uh, Gary Pickens deciding to run for mayor, and I saw that there had been some comments, mm-hmm. um, and the one I sent you, um, guessing Gary. He couldn't be any worse at that job than he was as, as a weather person. Um, <laughs> it's like, all right, shots fired. Um, then somebody replies, why put such a rude comment on here? Try to be kind. It doesn't cost a penny. And then they come back with, just state the facts. If he can't handle criticism, he better reconsider going into politics. <laughs> I love calling him guessing Gary. This person has an axe to grind about his days as a weatherman. Mm-hmm. Like, I love it's Oh, it's guessing Gary. I mean, <laughs> yes, he is a fake meteorologist. Sure. Of course. Yeah. But, like... I don't know, even like a fake meteorologist, I, I can't imagine having ill will towards because who cares? Yeah. I I have met a lot of people who make part of their personality that they hate weathermen. And it mainly comes down to this kind of guessing Gary, I guess, mentality of like, they're wrong half the time. Which I'm like, guys, I don't think you understand how the weather report works or how simulations of the weather, which is fine. I mean, not a lot of people do. And it always kind of takes me aback that are like very much fuck weathermen. This guy might not be that because Gary Pickens, if you're going to second guess any weatherman, then yeah, I get it. Okay, yeah, guessing Gary is hilarious. Lie. Yeah, our entire lives, we we were under the impression of a meteorologist, and he was a phony. Sure, yeah. I agree. Like, of anyone, but like this guy, I don't know. Like, it's not like he, he's angry that he lied about his job title. He's these are people that are angry that the weather weatherman got the weather wrong. Well, first <laughs> of all, who gives a fuck about weather? Like, the, like what what has he lied to you about that was of the least bit important? Second of all, we all have phones now. You oh, can yeah. get the accurate weather. Because it's instantaneous. Even back then, they weren't completely off. Like, they would say there's a 30% chance of rain. And it might rain. Um, take your umbrella. Back then, that's what you did. You listen to the weather in the morning. It's like, all right, let me prepare for the day or not. It's fine. You can get a bye. Yeah, it's, I mean, I don't under, I, like, it's so weird. It's so weird. But because of that, I was like, well, let's see what's happening. Let's, let's, let's just check into the Jackson Sun. And I just tried to look up Gary Pickens to see if there's any articles. Uh, there's, like, a lame article about Gary Pickens or whatever. But I did come across, uh, from December, Tom Miners, um, who was, was the, the chief meteorologist uh, for WBBJ uh, left in December. I, again, another another hmm. we- weather another meteorologist getting out of the way. Listen, we've had a meteorologist leave in December. The, like the chief meteorologist left in December. We got another one taken had a stroke. Now and then Gary Pickens announces that he's running for county mayor. I'm just saying something's going on. They're quieting <laughs> the weathermen so that this fake meteorologist can ascend to the throne. That's all I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Seems suspicious. I mean, I think you, yes. What's going on with the Jackson weather scene? 
how and do we also, find out is the is the question to like who do we well, contact I've, I've, do, I've done the first step alex because i've paid 22 dollars <laughs> no for a two-year subscription to the jackson Summer holy line. shit two years like eleven dollars oh, okay. a year that's not bad that's, no, that's nothing like, like oh that's like what i pay for like a, a, a month for the sentinel like i'm like oh okay all right well i mean you know all right sure did Why you ever not? go to the jackson sun Yes. I went once. Did we go together? <laughs> I honestly don't remember. Uh, I, I don't. I, I can't think of I, why else I would be there. I, yeah, I, I went. I, yeah, I went. I went a couple of times to do like yeah, do like photo shoots and things for like plays. Um, okay, we did not go together then because I didn't go for a photo shoot. I don't even remember why I was there, but I remember being there and going back to some offices. And in retrospect, as a kid, I was like, oh, this is pretty cool. In retrospect, shithole. Like it looks. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not an office, guys. But okay. It's got to be like, what is it now? Like, what do you do? I mean, uh, not a lot, because let me tell you, not not a lot on uh, not a lot of original reporting happening on this fucking website. There's not a lot of not a lot of stuff here. Uh, it's pretty thin. Like, clearly, they're just you know, like all newspapers now, it's mostly just you know, AP stories and bought mm-hmm. items, and there's just a couple of original things. But I did go to the opinion section. There's nothing like a ticked off. Like, there's nothing uh. good, nothing good. But I scanned through to find some opinion pieces, and I got some. I got a couple of goodies. Alex, what would you say is the best thing about Jackson? <laughs> Ooh, that's a tough one. Now I have no idea. Well, Back in the in general, day, what do you? Yeah, what do you think is the best thing about Jackson? If somebody came to you with a gun to your head right now and said, "Say <laughs> something good about Jackson, Tennessee," I'd like to think that their community theater department was still up and, and running, and it was it was nice. It was very good for sure. Jackson. I would Dave, say great for a Dave small McCall, town. Uh, Dave McCall's back in Jackson and directing for the Jackson Theater Guild now. Really, like yeah. living there? Yeah. Wow. Huh. I'm gonna have to see a show next time I'm in Jackson. I know. <laughs> see if there's just one playing. Yeah. I think, cool, they're doing, cool. I think I saw they're doing uh, um, Clue right now. Nice. Yeah. Jackson was able to have like a small community theater scene and like oh, yeah. be successful. Yeah. And I, I always admired that about Jackson. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, I, yeah, I think it's, that, that, yeah, theater, definitely solid. I would also say food, solid food. Like, at Agreed. some point, at some point in the future, I'll, I'll do a, a Jackson uh, a food trip. Like, and I'll just hit all the restaurants, uh, you know, in and around the area. But uh, those are really the only things I can uh, go for. But Alex, um, what Brandon Shields um, writes in this opinion piece is, generosity is the best thing about Jackson. Huh. I mean, already this is, you know, this is going to be like a lame bullshit article. But some things jumped out to me. <clears throat> a few weeks ago, a local friend on Facebook asked a question from which he wanted feedback on from his friends and also when he reposted it in his neighborhood in his neighborhood group page excuse me mr brandon shields <laughs> may i repeat the first I'm sorry, i didn't even finish the sentence i didn't even finish the sentence let me re let me read the entire first sentence slash first paragraph of your article in the fucking newspaper <laughs> A few weeks ago, comma, a local friend on Facebook asked a question from which he wanted feedback on from his friends and also when he reposted it in his neighborhood group page. What's your favorite thing about Jackson? Question mark. 
Wow. Hey, the B-Shields? Can we talk? <laughs> not the educational <laughs> system, for damn sure. Definitely not. Public mm. educational system. I mean, that was, I didn't even catch that the first time I went through it. I just saw that now. Didn't realize it was all one ridiculous sentence. <laughs> but let's move on to the next ridiculous. All once these, I love, I love a sentence that is also a paragraph. That's a fun <laughs> thing. Most people don't, most people don't do that. Most people have a paragraph with sentences inside. True. Mr. Brandon Shields of the Jackson son makes them one and the same yeah efficiency <laughs> also like the sentence begins begins with the word and which is great that's how i start a sentence and the answers varied from the people comma what the fuck <laughs> what is this paper and the answers varied by the people and the answers varied from the people Different individual neighborhoods, the history and the variety of restaurants, local and otherwise, to specific annual events like the International Food and Arts Festival and the Starlight Symphony. Starlight Symphony, I'm well aware of. Went to definitely went to that. Mm-hmm. There's an International Food and Arts Festival in Jackson, Tennessee. Surprise! I, that's shocking to me. Can I? How? Like, I mean, it was post us, obviously, but certainly. In like. Can, like international foods in Jackson, I just imagine it's Los Portales and like <laughs> something, and maybe like like a shitty Chinese buffet, and then just you know Jackson food. Yeah, I, I just I, I can't imagine uh, the international food scene in Jackson. I've never been impressed by a food festival I have ever been to. Oh. I know I t- talked at one many years ago on Ramjack, but even in retrospect, every time I go to like the Cincinnati Food Festival, it's lame. The food is mediocre at best. It's not good. Well, friend, let me get you down at some point to any of the international festivals at Epcot. <laughs> That's the difference, though. There's the yeah. Disney magic. Huh. Which we, we, I think we finally decided that we will eventually be going to Disney. I think my wife has relented. She's like, all right, nice, the kids nice. want to go. Because I, I, I want to say both Joey and my daughter mentioned recently, we ever going to go to Disney World? <laughs> I don't remember what it was. It was two different times. They were separate. She's like, all right, I guess we'll eventually go. So, you know, we'll, we'll plan it at some point. Awesome. Awesome. Ah, I Next, next paragraph sentence. Then there were the quality of life aspects of town, like the cost of living and the fact that most people do a decent job of maintaining their yards to make the town as nice looking as possible. People do a good job of their yard. This is one of the best things about Jackson. People really, people really maintain their yards. Yeah. I mean, like, I say that knowing that, like, in Bemis, like, my Uncle Balk's house was, like, the house with the gross yard. <laughs> like, There's always a few of those houses. No, but, like, his was the one. Like, you you, you know which one. You remember, right? No, I don't uh, remember. I mean, I remember your Uncle Balk's house, but I don't remember it being the super gross one. It was just, like, there was always just, like, shit, like, toys in the yard, like, like you know, his grandkids oh, and stuff. Yeah. I think I remember now which one you're talking about. Yeah, the one at the yeah. end. Okay, yeah. Yeah, like, now. at the back corner like in yeah like yeah in, okay yeah. i'm sorry yeah. i got that confused with the house that we filmed part of no, that movie no, no, we did no. and i was like well that house wasn't bad i don't remember the yard no, no, being no, no, bad no, no, no. but was... you're talking about the infamously horrible back yeah. in the yard in bemis which yeah. yes i immediately i forgot that was of course 
Gifford yeah, Uncle. That's my, that's my Uncle Gifford Bob. Relative. My, my, Bob. My grandfather's brother, Bob. You think that's cleaned up now? I haven't driven oh, by yeah. there in yeah, forever. Yeah, well, because, like, I... Well, I mean, obviously, he passed away, like, a billion years ago. And, like, I think so did his children. So, like, oh, it's... Wow. We're a couple generations out from... New management. Yeah. So there's... Surely, surely, whoever owns that house now is not still got the same broken tricycles in the yard and shit. <laughs> and just dirt. Like, just a lot of dirt. Like, why don't you have grass? Like, just dirt patches. It's hard to grow. I All mean, that tree cover? All those people running over it? Yes, like, just heard a hat of shit. Whatever. But I, it was one of the best things about Jackson. People take care yeah, of their yeah. yards. <sighs> sure, sure, sure. I went ahead and threw a suggestion out there, comma, and I'll stand by it because we've seen evidence of its impact in recent days. The best thing about Jackson is the generosity of the people. According to the Chamber's Joel Newman, when he spoke to the Downtown Rotary Club a few when he spoke to the Downtown Rotary Club a couple a couple years ago, this is terrible. There are nearly 100 nonprofit organizations in Jackson, most of which have the mission of helping those who can't help themselves in some way or another. That's not including the 40 million Christian churches in town. That estimate isn't really official as I don't have time. I don't have the time it I don't have the time to take an official headcount of the number of places of worship in Jackson. Even your jokes don't fly because you can't write a sentence. <sighs> All of which hopefully have the mission of reaching out and being the hand and feet of Jesus Jesus to a lost world around them. Alright. The hand and feet of Jesus. <laughs> we are the hand and feet of Jesus. <laughs> Hands, I guess, because you can like heal the people, you can give things, but feet? The feet we are the feet of Jesus. We're gonna stand up and walk around as Jesus would have. What? Weird. If that's not their mission, then that's a topic for an entire column by itself. Well, maybe you should yeah. write a column, but also maybe you should learn to write. Yeah, plus, I don't know if you're the one to do that. <laughs> plus, there are a few other places of worship not part of the Christian faith. Like, yeah, and there's some of those other guys, whatever. And then there are people who may or may not be connected to one of these organizations that simply want to do something to help someone else. We typically see that every time there's a crisis somewhere that it's appropriate for the people here to help out. Whether it's a hurricane on the Gulf Coast or Atlantic on the Gulf Coast or Atlantic Coast or multiple tornadoes touching down and doing massive damage to multiple homes and buildings <laughs> in the northwest corner of the state about an hour away. There are two ways the people of Jackson are consistent in showing up when it's time, and those are filling up all the local restaurants at dinner time on the weekends and showing up to help however necessary when someone needs it. This article is so badly written and also so absolutely nothing that it's shocking. I mean, it's uh, these types of things are fluff pieces. I, they used to be written better, I would hope. But it's supposed Oof. to be the thing that a lot of the older people who subscribe to the Jackson Sun can look at and be like, you know, you're right. <laughs> we do fill up all the restaurants in town on the weekends like every other fucking place on the planet. But we're more generous than others, maybe. Yeah, we're better <sighs> living in this small town. Small town values and stuff. Um, no, you're not. Yeah. I, I like. I'd love to see that generosity actually put up on hard facts, <laughs> data given. Maybe you are very generous. Who knows? I don't know. I, oh, 
Yeah, I'm very not weird though, this, man. Because it's no, it's no, just read like, any more of it. It's just I trash. got the gist. It's trash. It's just a trash article. But look, for twenty-two dollars for two years, that's Tw- a steal. I mean, great, especially when you got the great writings of Brandon Shields. Oh, speaking of which, I've got another one. Oh, huh. First Amendment is freedom of religion, not from it. <laughs> What? Incorrect. First of all, wrong. Yeah, very wrong. Just Wildly, just wrong. This is an opinion piece, right? Yeah. Bad opinion. Wrong opinion. Um, and they get, this is from December 28th. Last week, Jackson Mayor Scott Conger, oh boy, red oh, alert, no. red alert. What's he doing these days? Crypto Scott. L- last week, Jackson Crypto Mayor Scott Conger and liar about his age in the books he read in high school opened <laughs> a minor can of worms when he shared a Christmas card quality photo of himself and his family in downtown Jack. A Christmas card quality photo of himself. <laughs> Weird. There's a lot going on in all of the those just sentences that I, I we can just kind of like. Where did Brandon Shields pass. go to high school? Did he go to Southside? The name is very familiar. Oh, Surely we did not go to high school do with you him. Know but Brandon Shields. Oh, does he have? Oh, is this his personal Twitter account? Or is this? No, this is the Jackson son. Hmm. Darn. Um, he opened the post by asking how, first of all, this is not, you didn't write your first paragraph sentence opened a minor can of words when he shared a Christmas card quality photo of himself and his family in downtown Jackson. He opened the post, should I, he opened the post by asking how we can honor the birth of Christ and then posted James 119-20. My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. Who cares? He then wished everyone reading a Merry Christmas. By the time Christmas was over, there were more than 400 comments on the post, with many of them wishing Merry Christmas back to the mayor, and some even acknowledging their appreciation that he would mention Jesus Christ's birth in his holiday message, something that many government officials opt not to do for varying reasons. Yeah, yeah, because, like, it's weird. But among the more than 400 comments were a few that accused him of violating the First Amendment, specifically the part about freedom of religion. Conger actually replied... Conger actually replied to a, like yeah he's the mayor if he's gonna Conger actually replied to a couple of them defending his statement with another part of the First Amendment freedom of speech. Now I'm all for constructively criticizing Jackson's mayor as much as the next person when it's warranted, but I don't think this is one of those times. A lot of people seem to misunderstand the freedom of religion part of the First Amendment. They seem to expect that when a person is elected to office or hired for a job within the government, then they're expected to leave their religion their religion outside City Hall or the courthouse or the White House or wherever they're serving. But that's not the case. Is the case. <laughs> like, it's the case. Separation of church and state. Yeah. Like, that's what that's for separation of church and state it's not about your freedom of religion it's about the separation of church and state like if you if he's posting this on his page as the mayor page and saying baby jesus said boring shit here's a a christmas card quality photo like no that's not appropriate because you're (laughs) acting as the mayor if you're putting it on your personal like hey i'm a dummy that lies about my age and what books i read facebook page um then yeah write all the jesus shit you want but you cannot do it as the mayor that's inappropriate yeah fuck off dummy 
um, blah, 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 blah. When the nation's founding fathers wrote the Constitution and the Bill of Rights, first of all, fuck those fools, um, but still, um, they were trying to make a nation that was the exact opposite of the nation they were breaking free from in England. Mm. No, they weren't. <laughs> that's just not true. Um, maybe check your stories, yeah, dog. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It's not like they, no, absolutely not. <laughs> not the case at all. And that country imposed a national religion and expected all citizens to follow that religion if they wanted to be a part of that country or its empire. I I I no. No. Just no. Definitely not. So freedom of religion keeps the United States of America's federal government and every state and local government within its borders from forcing a certain religion, or any religion for that matter, on its citizens. Or any religion for that matter, on its citizens. You just said it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't keep religion out of government. Yes, it, it does. Yeah, it, it clearly it does. It should. It literally does. Separation. That's the vision the Founding Fathers had. I, yeah, that's the they separation. They say it very specifically. Like, fuck the Founding Fathers. They don't fucking matter. But Yeah, true. Like, don't lie about what they did. <laughs> like, 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 this is the one good thing. Like It's on record. I mean, even in their personal correspondence to each other, leading up to stuff, everything uh, around it, they clearly meant it to keep religion out of government. For good, yeah. for good reason. Come on. It doesn't, it doesn't mean that a person who claims to be a Christian and runs for mayor is to refrain from praying or going to church or reading the Bible or anything like that while he or she is in office for four years every time he or she is elected terrible sentence also no one who asked who who said that no one no one's saying you can't like do jesus no. shit so like you can't do it as an official yeah private time when you're not being the official totally yeah. you're not the official 24 hours a day I mean, you hold the title but yeah you're not Just acting don't use as official the official correspondence like yeah. don't put it on like your mayor page very simple it's very simple yeah. if we're going to use conger in this example he just can't make any executive order or push the city council to pass any resolution forcing or prohibiting one particular religion on jackson citizens that's not what well, it I don't means think the mayor of jackson can do any of that anyway yeah. I, this motherfucker does the mayor even, have the ability to execute like to issue even, an executive order he can't he doesn't even have the power to pay people in fake money in an abandoned room in city hall so you can't even get a single computer up to mine crypto in that one abandoned wing of the city <laughs> hall. He can't, even, he can't even squirrel away a laptop yeah. in, in an abandoned wing of city hall to like do dumb crypto shit. Uh, I can tell you that one of Conger's early executive orders during the pandemic had a line that was difficult to decipher regarding churches, churches meeting. It was difficult to decipher regarding churches meeting, and I had the conversation with city officials on a specific Friday in the spring of 2020, letting them know we at The Sun were prepared to do appropriate reporting that weekend, and the following week of the executive order did restrict gatherings at church, and law enforcement did enforce it because before I was assured there were, that was the, before I was assured that the order was not prohibiting religious gatherings. Okay, fuck you. Yeah. Like, fuck, first of fuck all... Fuck you, Brent. <laughs> there shouldn't have been religious ga gatherings in fucking spring of 2020. Like, yeah, no. I mean, never. But, like, like height of, like, pre-vaccine COVID times? No, yeah, no church. Fuck off with that shit. Educate yourselves. Don't be idiots. Stop being selfish, you assholes. Yeah. Uh, and on the subject of educate yourself, I mean... 
had a line that was difficult to decipher regarding churches meeting, and I had a conversation with the city officials on a specific Friday in the spring of 2020, letting them know we at The Sun were prepared to- sorry, we at The Sun were prepared to do appropriate reporting that weekend and if following week, if executive order did restrict gatherings at church and law enforcement did enforce it before I was assured that the order was not prohibiting religious gatherings. <sighs> This, I have his Twitter page up. This motherfucker is an editor at the Jackson Sun. Yeah, of course. Do you, do you want to hear his full Twitter, like, bio yes. sentence? Yes, send this to, first of all, send it to me. What is his Twitter? Brandon Shields. Oh, his Twitter is, uh, and it's his Jackson Sun Twitter, because that's what he does. It's his identity. Sure. At J-S-E, or at J-S editor, Brandon. It's not his personal one, though to him, your personal and your job are the same. Yeah, of so, course. Um, As the founding editor, fathers wanted. Yeah. Editor of the Jackson Sun and jacksonsun.com. The same, I would hope, but okay, I understand. Opinions and observations are my own, and probably a few others, and mostly correct. <laughs> Definitely not. Brandon, your your opinions are horribly misinformed, at least a few that I've heard. Yeah. And uh, not correct in the slightest, I would say. Also, you, you can't write, motherfucker. How are you an editor and you can't write? You can't put it like a church's meeting? No, it's like Ulysses. It's a stream of consciousness writing. Motherfucker, no. Mm-mm. Revoke his editor card immediately. Demote him. Oh, and there's Brent McNeil. Um. <laughs> yeah, I was scrolling through the thing. I was like, oh, this is kind of weird. <laughs> Very weird. Very weird. Uh, not only Brent, that's also one of the cafeterias that's outside. At first, I was like, is this oh, the West Side is. campus or is this the East Side? I could not remember Whoa. off the top of my head. Guys, thank you for indulging our nostalgia in our high school and all night. <laughs> I would love to hear some from you also, listeners, if you want to get at us. We'll tell you how to later. But Indeed. It is it is a wow moment for Brad and I. Very odd. Very odd. But yeah, this guy sucks. This guy really sucks. Can't write. So uh, yeah, Jackson, guys, it's, uh, it's a place. Uh, hopefully over the next two years, there will be something interesting in the Jackson Sun that we can, uh, that we can chime in on. Um, scrolling down further, this was on the 15th. I've never seen this, and it kind of makes me cringe a little bit. Our fourth graders have been refilling the Give Back Jack Blessing Box. Um, sorry? With non-perishable items for their 4-H community service project. So in the same vein where they have um, boxes where they have like libraries where people can just bring books that anyone can go into and look at, this is the same except it's called a Give Back Jack Blessings Box. And take what you need, bring what you can, above all, be blessed. Ugh. And this has like a whole bunch of like non-perishable food inside, and it looks like gloves. Interesting idea. I, like, I'm not going to disparage this. For it's, sure. It's I, weird. I just don't like the give back Jack. Yeah. Because I just the imagine, I just imagine are what Joe Biden me. now. Yeah. Hey, come on, give back Jack. Come on now. <laughs> I want one of those stickers that they have at the gas pump where he's going, I did that. I want that stuck on here. Because it would. It sounds like something yeah. he would say, give back Jack. Definitely. I said that. <laughs> Come on, Jack. Um, weird. Very weird. Weird. Oh, I don't like it. I don't like it at all. Jackson's son. It's not good. You're invested, friend. I, I am I am you invested. Are, as someone who has money in it, you could easily contact them about what your per, your thoughts are, are about Brandon Shields and his writing as an editor, correct? And they'd have to listen to you because you are help paying there. Yeah. I mean, who else? Who, who else is, like, fucking doing this? Like, I mean, I can't can't imagine like who's got a subscription to the jackson sun god it's so fucking weird to look at this yeah it's weird it's a weird place oh my god oh one second um 
Alex, that's Jackson. That's a place we used to live. Yeah. That's a place where people don't understand what sentences or paragraphs are, despite being editors. Mm-hmm. What if I were to tell you about another place? A place called Orlando and people whom are ticked off. All right. Hold on. Oh. Alex, this is this is from yesterday, the 21st of February, as of we're recording. Um, I am ticked off because it appears that the large gas stations are purposely not putting paper in the receipt dispensers. They want us to come inside and buy more things. It's a marketing ploy, exclamation point. (laughs) I love that it continues. I love that it continues. (laughs) May never end. And now for our favorite section of the newspaper. I totally agree. No, that's a different no. That's different. With the person who said the Pearls Before Swine comic strip is offensive. Such a negative comic strip that is probably read by a lot of youngsters. We, you said youngsters. I can't. <laughs> Get out of here. We look forward to reading the comics for a laugh or a smile. Not to get upset with the type of negativity, which unfortunately is starting to appear in other comic strips also. We don't want the stuff that is on the internet to overflow into our comics. We want happy. (laughs) Huh. I mean, I love how old you fucking sound. Just everything. First of all, you said youngsters. Then you said we want happy. That's weird. But may I point out that this is still much better written than anything by Brandon fucking Shields, editor of the Jackson Sun, our arch nemesis. It ticks me off that we try to teach our young new drivers how important it is to pay attention when driving and hold on to the steering wheel to be a safe driver. Now, a certain truck company thinks it is great to show people playing patty cake instead of driving. Also, while pulling a trailer and passing other cars on the highway. What a truly irresponsible practice to be teaching our new young drivers! Exclamation point. What? What? are we talking about? A certain truck company thinks it's a great idea to show people playing patty cake instead of driving? Is this like a commercial? Was this like a Super Bowl commercial or something? I guess. Like, Forgive surely me. it has to be. Because uh, I don't know what But is it like for about. like a self-driving car or as a joke? Because no human being would not yeah, keep their hands on the steering wheel when driving, especially a truck. Very, Fuck. Very strange. Very strange. I don't. I'm, I'm very confused. Um, I hmm. uh, don't, I don't know what that's about. <laughs> um... Very odd. Hmm. To the person, certainly not, (laughs) who prefers renting. I'm guessing you didn't hire an inspector prior to buying your home, question mark? As a renter, you're at the mercy of the landlord raising rent, selling, or moving into their property. I have a friend who's had to move five times in the past seven years. It's like leasing a vehicle. Continued payments with nothing to show for it. True. True. (laughs) Yeah. Um... What the fuck? Alright. I bought a five pound bag of Florida oranges bagged by Florida citrus. Three were unusable, and a fourth had to be used immediately before it rotted further. Before it rotted further. I gotta eat this orange before it rots more. Excuse me? (laughs) A half rotten orange. I mean, part of it's still edible in theory. I mean, why is it rotting? Why is it fermenting? How about, Could be anything. Listen, I, listen. You buy fruit. You buy a bag of fruit. You're at the whims of a bag of fruit. 
I mean, I you know, hopefully you can eat, you can enjoy all the fruit, but I that's a gamble. Yeah, that's the gamble that comes with buying a bag. It's convenient to buy a bag of fruit if you want a bunch of fruit. Oh, buy a bag of fruit. Odds are, I mean, odds are at least one of those is Dunzo. Like, sorry, you've really got to come through. I I've gotten quite a few. I I, I try to pay more attention now because I have gotten some uh, of the mandarin oranges or the little cuties as sometimes they're labeled and marketed as. And in the middle of the bag, there'll be one that's just rotten compared to the others. And I'm like, all right, don't know how this happened. Maybe just got more of the chemical that makes these things ripen and it was in the middle of it so I guess that makes sense but it's happened enough to where I, I have to move it and this is not me writing in the ticked off by the way this is this is not me having to have done this but I, I've had it happen we all have sure so I, I get uh, it yeah, yeah. I, I had a bag of apples uh, um, I just turns out uh, two of them two of them just trash mm, trash trash, apples. trash rotten apples like did apple. you try to eat some of it to save what was left or were they fully trashed apples I threw them away you didn't even look you didn't even try no Brad global warming the world's falling apart. Who knows yeah. when you get your next apple? Huh? Or in Florida, will be underwater. You don't. You don't look at the half rotten apple and look for what's good on it. When I see a half rotten apple, I say there's a full piece of garbage. <laughs> And you know what? That may not be the worst way to look at it. Yeah, yeah. You go get some more fruit. Like I, like I don't know, guy. Like figure this it out. This isn't a glass half full scenario. This is a this is a complete piece of garbage. I get it. Yeah, that's yeah. rule. Those are, that's a rule to live by. Yeah, absolutely. P.S. I did look up really quickly the driving commercial. And it is for a GMC. It was a re, We Will Rock You commercial where there's people driving a truck. And it is basically they have a, an AI autopilot that allows you to, it to stay in the lane. And there's just people just playing patty cake. It is fucking ridiculous. It is kind of silly and weird. Um, and it it is strange because they're just like, yeah, people are getting into patty cake. I can think of a billion other things you'd fucking do with an auto drive. But, you know, they're trying to be cute with the commercial. Um, they also saw someone passing someone playing patty cake, which is kind of... I don't know if that's... I don't know how autopilot it, if it can pass someone else. Cool. Um, that seems advanced, though, because, like, a lot of the other autopilot technologies that I've been following barely able to just stay in the lane and not crash or wreck. So I don't I don't know if... Pat, it's all theater. It's all for the fun of a concept. So I kind of... I don't understand what this old person was talking about. They could go up and shut up. But at the same time... A lot of critique around this commercial could be had. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's all I'll say. And again, I didn't write that one in either. It wasn't me mm. on the slide. Because mm. that wasn't really fast turnaround time for me to find the commercial they were talking uh, about yeah. out of nowhere. But well, I got another commercial that I wonder if you wrote. Um, am I the only person vowing never again to purchase Dr. Pepper products because of the small man? <laughs> <laughs> Because of the small man commercials. <laughs> I love having no idea what the fuck these people are talking about. The small man commercials. You've not seen the small man commercials? I have not seen the small man commercials. I think it's supposed to... I, I don't fully understand the concept, but they're they're weird. They're, they're kind of like in the same vein of like the Old Spice commercials back in the day where they're just kind of surreal and strange. There's a tiny little man, full height, um, but just small, like the size of a leprechaun. And he's got on like 80s attire. He he kind of has a prince vibe, to be honest with you. And it's him. I guess this is just Dr. Pepper, like a tiny little guy named Dr. Pepper. And he's always like doing something to to propel the Dr. Pepper brand forward and also create a positive experience, I guess, in the moment. But it's always kooky and strange. But it is kind of weird. Like, but at the same time, it's harmless. It's And because it's of a- that, you're vowing to never again purchase Dr. Pepper products. 
dogs. No, this guy's gonna drink. Um, There's no alternative to Dr. Pepper. What the uh, fuck is Mr. Pibb? It's nowhere. It doesn't exist. It's not a thing. Please spare me and also remove the steals and deals on local evening news, exclamation point. Please spare are, me and also remove the steals and deals on local evening news. Is this also a segment on local news, I guess? Steals yeah, and deals. Steals and deals. I love the ideas of steals and deals. Yeah. But here's the <laughs> here's the uh, crypto exchange sites <laughs> that are most vulnerable yes. right now. And also Steals and Deals are on sale this month. They, at the end of winter they go on sale immediately. You might want to get one. Steals and but deals. Also that with crypto, a <laughs> It's unregulated for a reason. It's basically this a pirate's dream. Oh. Go for it. I like I I can't wait for the fucking Razzlecon movie to come out. Like I will be like uh, give it the Oscar now. I want to fucking I I want I want a I want I mean I want multiple products. I want I want a mini series. I want a fucking Oscar winning movie. Um I want I want every media product um, surrounding the whole Razzlecon situation. What? I, I don't know what this is. What is a Razzlecon situation? You are not, you have not, you're not aware of fucking Razzlecon. I do not know it. Is this a con that's called Razzle? This is a human. Okay. Um, Alex, are you aware of the largest fucking theft ever? No, obviously not. I've never heard of Razzlecon. Um, let me, hold up. Let me, two arrested for alleged conspiracy to launder $4.5 billion in stolen cryptocurrency. Oh, wait, I think I have heard about this. Is this the, uh, the husband and wife duo? Yeah. Okay, yeah, I, I, I've heard, I didn't realize it was called the Razzlecon. Well, she, her, um, her, she's Razzlecon. Okay, she has done a lot of crazy stuff, um, outside of even this. Uh, yeah, like her, like her, her, her rap videos. Yeah. Yeah. Turkish Martha Stewart. Turkish Martha Stewart. Turk Stewart. Turk Stewart. Turk Stewart. Turk Stewart. She's trying a lot of things. And, you know, she's experimenting with life while she was waiting to launder the, uh, a large amount of crypto her and her husband stole. Yeah. And just, like, openly talking about hacking into shit and stealing money. Yeah. It's, no, I can't, this is, it's my favorite fucking news story. It's so good. <laughs> They're not going to catch me and my husband. They got too many other things to worry about. You guys, you've got, like, you got billions of dollars worth of stolen cryptocurrency. Yeah, they're going to get you. Yeah. came to her house to arrest her they're like all right well we, we need to get the cat um and they're like all right well you can get your cat um because i guess they need to drop it off with somebody or something and she's like oh well it's under the bed so she goes to like is trying to get the cat out from under the bed and while she's getting the cat out from under the bed she just kind of reaches up to the nightstand and grabs her phone and she's trying to hit the lock button to get it fucking <laughs> to get her fucking account locked so they can't get into her phone <laughs> to do that thing where if you hit the button and so many times it'll uh, reset 
And wow. they, they pried the phone out of her hand and got it. No. I the cat's it. just oh. licking itself in the window. It's like everything about like fucking, I love it. I love it. I absolutely fucking love it. <laughs> um, Pure coincidence. There is actually a casino gambling game called Razzle, which I tried to look up because I was like, well, what is Razzle Gun? That's apparently the worst casino game ever and never play it. Just throwing that out there. You you cannot win. Okay. And that's it. All right. Those those those. I cannot wait for this documentary either. No, I I want it. I want it all. I want all the the all the media's. There's a lot of good docs out there about a lot of scams. The Tinder swindler. Uh, the stuff about um, what's her name? Who did the thing where you could do the one blood drop? I can't remember anyone's name about for some reason off the top of my Theranos. head. Theranos. The Theranos stuff. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> How annoying to. Come on. Come on, buddy. What are you doing? Jeez. What, what are you doing? Are you, are you an editor for the Jackson Sun? Can you not figure this out? How annoying to see parents in grocery stores giving their children bananas from the bunch in their cart to eat while shopping. You are stealing. Alex, are um, are you giving your children bunches of, um, of bananas? Um, bananas from the bunch in the grocery store? Are you no. stealing? Are you, are you a thief? I mean, is there all no. those, there's all this, like, like they give away all kinds of fruit, like little places to give away fruit for kids in grocery yeah. stores. They have, like, a whole little things. It's a, it's a healthy food initiative, and it costs them, like, almost nothing. It's yeah. like, all right, yeah, here, here's some fruit yeah, that might expire soon. Yeah, because most, most of that fruit is going to end up, like, in a bag and, like, spoiling. Yeah. So, like, yeah, give away fruit to kids. Like, yeah, makes sense. Like, why are you complaining? First of all, who cares about people? If I, I've, I've never seen someone give somebody a banana from a bunch in a grocery store that wasn't, like, because that a banana's a hassle. Mm-hmm. Like, for, especially for a little kid, you're just going to give a kid a banana? That's going to be a mess. Mm-hmm. That's going to yeah. be a mushy mess. It's not I mean, work. you could kind of contain it, but what do you do with the peel afterwards? Exactly. And it's kind of gross, but... I yeah I that's weird um but even in the case that this actually is happening which I don't believe it is like what do you care what do you care if they're stealing a banana you know how much a banana cost like fifty nine cents who cares like what, what do you like are you on the fucking board of Publix like what are you what are you doing why do you care if somebody is stealing a piece of fruit yeah let it go apparently I mean we all known this uh, but I got some more details because I know someone wrote an article about her and reported well no I think this was hearsay but it might be it sounds true a lot of places will not like prosecute or even try to stop you from stealing anymore um, because it's not worth it to them in litigation yeah. you'll pay so much more than what they actually steal but what they try to do now is keep tabs on you uh, across stores so if you're like stealing from one we'll just say Target they're like alright we got you on camera we saw how much you stole and if you keep keep doing it if you rack up a certain level which i think is either five thousand or ten thousand then it becomes like a felony or something and then it is worth their money to completely throw their lawyers at you but whatever that threshold is you are good mm. <laughs> so let these people have like bananas like what 10 cents I, I, maybe like, 40 if you count like the weight but at most they're not going to hit that ten thousand anytime soon let the I, people have food i don't believe i like i, I look how are they keeping a dossier like how like so Somebody's putting the effort. No, that's not happening. I mean, it is more real, realistic now in theory, just because we have all this facial recognition software technology that you could do it. But who the fuck is doing that at every single um, like store? 
P.S. And I think we may have talked about this earlier. Um, in some Kroger uh, grocery stores, and not just Kroger, but I think other places, every once in a while they'll have like uh, something come over the loudspeaker that's like, hey, there's a code 19 in so-and-so location, uh, which is supposed to sound threatening. That's all bullshit. That's smoke and mirrors. Those are purposefully put there to th- make thieves feel self-conscious that they won't uh, steal. Nothing's going on. It's a pre-recorded voice that just says nonsense every day. They're not trying. There's no way they're fucking tracking you stealing food or stealing a banana. Yeah. And also, if you saw somebody stealing, no, you didn't. Snitches? No. Mm-mm. Get out of here with that. <laughs> why, why are you trying to fucking... Why are you trying to protect a company? Do you do you not understand which side of the fight you're on? Guess what? You shouldn't be on the side of companies. Brad, most people don't think there's a fight going on. There's a fight going on. So they don't even understand what you're talking about, and that's okay. Uh, no Ramjack listener doesn't understand what you're talking about, so you're, they're fine. Alex, I got some good news. What's up? Some people figured it out because no. I'm ticked off that journalists and our editors, hmm, did I write this? <laughs> either don't seem to know or care about the difference between reporting actual news and just making up news. You hear me, Jackson son? Do you hear me? <laughs> I'm ticked off because Monday's jumble and crossword are so easy, I flatter myself on being so smart. Only by Fridays to find out I'm not as smart as I thought. Hmm. So they get harder every day? I don't know. That's interesting. Like, Monday's easy day, and then through the week it gets harder? That's... I like that. I I don't know how you would do that. Because crossword puzzles are abstract anyway. The Friday jumble... No. Can you make a jumble harder? You're talking I mean, about word jumble. For a second, cross- I thought you meant crossword puzzles. No, I'm well, like, well, that's jum- interesting. Yeah, it says the jumble um, and crossword are so easy. I, mm. So, I, but like, I mean, crossword, yeah, can definitely get harder. Yeah, harder yeah. clues. Yeah, sure. A jumble? Because <laughs> they're... <laughs> Just some more that? obscure words. I mean... You thought Wordle was tough? Ooh, that Friday jumble. That'll get you. Like, is it like... What's harder in a jumble situation? Like a really long, complex word or very short words? I'm assuming a much longer word. I would think shorter. Because, like, it takes up more real estate. A really long word would be easier to, to find in a jumble. I might be... Is it wait? Is it, let's figure out what is a jumble? Because I think a jumble, and I've seen this in newspapers where they give you just like basically Scrabble or Wordle, and it's like okay. make a, what's the what's the word here? Not Wordle because oh, okay. Wordle is there all like hidden a, like from a, like you. Like a word find situation. Yeah, a word find situation is shorter. What would it, yeah, like yeah, I yeah. can find at it's like in twenty places on this okay. fucking jumble. I'm sorry, that's, I'm, a, that's a crossword. I've never, I've never done a jumble before. Neither have. Why would never I do done, a jumble? Never done, never done a Wordle either. I don't. I don't. I don't know what it is. Is. I see people post the little little picture with like the little blocks, and I'm like, I don't know what you guys are doing, but congratulations, or I'm so sorry, whichever's appropriate. I don't know, you're doing some kind of word game that outputs like a fucking Tetris. That's all I know. The the guy who made it pop- popular recently, his name is a sounds Irving like a very Wordle. yeah. Uh, Irv Wordle. Do you know that's his real name or not? Because I forgot his name. No, I, don't, I have no idea. It's something that's not too dissimilar from that. Like, his last name is similar to Wordle, and it's super fucking weird. <laughs> it's, like, for it's real. It's Wordle. <laughs> Myrtle Wordle. Um, 
Anyway, he'd have been thinking about this for a while, and by the way, it's also an idea that's been used in like a game show in a similar capacity for like 30 years across the world. Like it started, I think, in the US or UK, and then they started, it became really popular in Europe, and it's like a small part of a larger game show where they do a wordle and like a, a speed run, and if they get it right, it's like, cool, I get points now to get on a jo large like bingo card. It's, it's, that game show is interesting, and a lot of people are cry crying foul. But no, this is a simple simple fucking game that any human being could come up with if they just had enough time. And it's, it's pretty clear that this guy made up in his own isolation. He doesn't, he'd never seen these shows before. But he was thinking of like another game. So he wrote an app for his, for his uh, partner, which poor person. I, I feel so bad for them. Essentially, the catalog of like five letter words or however many go in a wordle were there. And it was basically in her spare time, he asked them to basically say, do you know this is a word or not? Because she's intelligent. She's college educated. Um, she might even have like a master's. I don't know. So anyway, if she'd heard of it, it's like this is real. This is a fair word to use in this because there's a lot of five-letter words that people would have no fucking clue. They'd say it's unfair. I don't know. That's a five-letter word. So she basically swiped. I do know. I don't know. I do know. I don't know. And from that database, he then made the words for Wordle. Um, and yeah, it's you have five guesses. And if you get them right, it changes colors. If it's in the correct, if it's the it's the right, if it's a letter that's in there, it's yellow. But if it's the right place, it's green. And you just get five chances. That easy. No clues. That's just the game. People fucking love it. I'm not, a, I'm not a, I'm not a crossword, uh, seek and find jumble word guy, personally. It's just not what I gravitate to when I come think of puzzles. I like, I like to, I like logic puzzles. Those are fun. I, I haven't done one in forever, but I, yeah, I remember, I remember at one point I, as a kid, like, for whatever reason, I think either my grandmother or my grandfather bought me, like, a book of, like, logic puzzles, and I was, like, amazed at the fact that there was a book, you could get so many, like, to have, like, an actual book of logic puzzles. I was like, well, this is going to certainly last forever, because <laughs> those take some time. Oh, yeah. Um, I, I mean, don't know if like I ever the, finished it. Even, like, the Encyclopedia Brown, which are many logic, like, 12 at a chapter, where they're, like, bred in a story for kids, are great. Like, those are just wonderful. I remember Joey loved those. I think we talked about them on the show. The only weird thing about those is that they're dated like they were written in like the 60s or like the 70s and a lot of the clues you would have no idea it's yeah. like oh i guess this was common knowledge to children then but now fuck i don't have reference for that anything around a telephone gone yeah. like no yeah. kid has a concept of what that was back then hell i barely have one um just at that time period but that's cool do you still have that logic puzzle book somewhere i i wish but mm, yeah like many things, long, long gone to the sands of time. Man, old people really are upset about commercials, guys. We gotta do something. Because I love the... Excuse me? Excuse me? What do you... What do you... I love the insurance commercial with the kids and dogs splashing around in the inflatable pool on the second floor of the house and water gushing through the ceiling. Very entertaining, exclamation point. However, as a long-time adjuster, I'm ticked off knowing that the homeowner's insurance company never, ever would pay off on a claim like this caused by gross negligence. Huh. Cool. Huh. <laughs> A uh, flip side. Ooh. My husband, or, my husband or myself, shop at Publix at least four to five times a week. Four to five times a week? We want to thank all the workers on the floor, cashiers, cart people, that, that always willing to help everyone. Makes we elder people happy to feel at ease to ask, to ask any of them for help. Huh. 
Okay. Okay, flip side. Okay, Orlando. Another flip side. Thank you to the Plant City Strawberry Growers. The strawberries are so sweet and humongous. <laughs> right. I mean, but if you buy if you buy a whole box of them, I bet there's going to be some rottens in there somewhere. That's what <laughs> happens when you buy fruit. Sorry, just a fact. It's a fact. Brad, hmm? your your talk of of like yearning for yester yesterday's logic puzzle book prompted me for a brief second. I searched logic puzzles just to see if I could find the book or what or a book. Um, but instead, I brought up a whole bunch of websites, and literally every one of them were made. 10 to 15 years ago, and they're in like web 1.5. And these are the, like the top results. I'm not finding a one. I've only clicked on three that aren't just like very old. Did we just, did they put all so the logic like, puzzles up online and like, all right, done. And no one's making these things anymore. Nobody gives a fuck anymore about working, doing like logic puzzles. This one says 20 to 22. No way. The, the way this looks is no. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I just searched, yeah, like, man, that's, yeah. Like Puzzlersparadise.com reeks of like 2005. I think this was like to 2013 was the last time that one was updated. I mean, I, I just came, the first one that came up uh, for me is a Penny Press original um, logic problem. And I'm like, yeah, this is, I think this is, this, this is the same magazine that, uh, there you go. I mean, I guess I could get one to work on for the next decade or so. Hmm. But, I mean, hmm. Hmm. Kind of random. We can keep, get back. Something I would like. I, I wonder if the Ramjack listeners have their own ticked-offs. I mean... I mean, isn't that what the monster bracket is, in a yeah. way, is us, like, finding people out and about and really, like, going at it, the ticked-off kind of... It ticks me off these people do these things. Sure. Sure. But, I mean, we're always we're always accepting. People just aren't, aren't bringing them unto us. Alex, uh, for anyone listening, I'm sorry. It's too late. It's too late. No. But today, at a certain little website... There is a five mystery boxes giveaway today only. Enter to win one of five mixed mixed mystery boxes. There's a fun mix of prizes in each box box, which includes spelled and spirited goodies, as well as paranormal decor and accessories. Every order over $25 today has an entry to win. Each box may contain between five to ten items. May contain between five to ten items. I don't like that may. It may contain the five to like there's one huh. of you're only making five mystery boxes and it's a giveaway. So you're gonna win one of five, and it may have five to Ten? Don't you know? There's only five of them. How hard is it? Is this a tactic to just in- increase the crazy zaniness of sales on the paranormal activity? I mean, or is this like a desperation? No one's doing our bogos. No one's doing it. You know what? We'll do a lottery. That's a way we can get. We don't have to give away as much product, or we don't have to make up as much shit. I mean, give away wow. as much product. Definitely not the second thing I said. Wow, to say. How, how could you say that? I mean, listen. First of all, you can specify what kind of box you, which type of box you would like. Hmm. So, I mean, it's still you know, it's still not so you're gonna win, but like you know, you have a selection. You know, um, you can choose. Well, I'm okay with anything. Or no dolls. <laughs> <laughs> I, lo- I mean, 
So they're giving dolls away, and I there's maybe, some controversy there. Uh, there. There may be a doll involved, but you can specify if you don't want a doll. If, like, no way, keep those dolls out. What the fuck is this doll? What is inside this thing? What, what vessel does it serve? Any order that does not win will receive a mystery bag. So... Mystery bag regardless. Yeah, you're definitely going to get a mystery bag. What's in it? Hopefully like not a, a doll. Like a, it could be all the dolls that no one wants. Oh. Real heavy on a doll buy on an estate sale. And really, people aren't into the dolls. Oh, very scary. Into the paranormal stuff, not so much the dolls. It's fine. It's cool. Yeah. Oh, oh, obviously, obviously. Don't These like are adults, that. mostly, exclusively. Boomers, I would think. Maybe some younger. I I want the documentary of this place and what's going on behind the scenes. I want to be involved in the making of that documentary. I would even be okay if, because I know it's not going to get it. I want Brandon Shields to go from the Jackson Sun Mm -hmm. to go down and do some investigating reporting. Okay, guys, guys, listen. Listen, if we can raise $2 million, (laughs) me and Brandon Shields using all all of our investigative and and news gathering skills will get together and we will fucking investigate creepy hollows to the best of our abilities. I mean that's a big problem. Two million, surely we can get him for like. Yeah, a two million. To tell I'm, him how much money. Two million. The, the... I'm promising he'll be involved. Yeah. I mean, what's he doing? Come on. Can you imagine being a reporter at the Sleepy, the Jackson Sun, and being called up out of the blue? Hey, you suck as an editor. You want to go do an investigative reporting with me of like a, a shady occult website? This guy would jump all over the chance. Uh, now, Mr. Shields, you don't know me, uh, but I am aware of your work with the Jackson Sun. <laughs> um, what I have to offer you is an opportunity to do a piece of investigative reporting. You will assist me, and we are going to investigate the website Creepy Hollows. You will be paid half a million dollars for this project. All you have to do is your best. <laughs> Whatever that means. And uh, we will be making a documentary of the process. Uh, you know, your what what you come up with. That's not really what's important. It's about the journey, and I will be with you every step of the way. I mean, this is a win-win for him. I mean, come on, five hundred thousand dollars. Who turns down five hundred thousand dollars? Come on, for like a couple of months of work too. You guys are going to belabor. I don't think buy, it'll be long. He could buy multiple houses in Jackson. And he could oh, he could buy most of South Jackson, just like a, like a whole street of houses. He could own Bemis. He could buy my uncle Bach's house and clean up that yard. <laughs> Level it. Just, I think actually someone did. I, I think that already Retail happened. the land. But it could happen again. For 500000 he really could buy a whole block in yeah. one of those, in some of those areas, no doubt. Oh, yeah. Connect the houses. I mean, he would be living large. Yeah. He of won't. course he would do it. Yeah. He could convince the newspaper to let him go out in the field so that he could make an article out of it Can convince the Jackson like, Sun. How much work is he doing that he can't do it remotely? Is he the editor? I mean... <laughs> Chief editor? What we is he know. editing? Like, we saw... Yeah. I mean, come on. What is he editing? <laughs> so the documentary is shitty local. Yeah. Jackson the, the editor. The documentary is me paper. trying not to murder this man. And also, uh, Creepy Hollows. Yeah, and also Creepy Hollows. Get, getting to the bottom of what that's about. Yeah. I would, I would, I would be... 
the first one there to watch the preview. I, I will. I hope I'm involved. I, I I really want to be. Definitely. I mean, two I'll, million seems like a good. I, like that's yeah, um. I two million two million is what we need because I I I I certainly um need more than him. Obviously, because I'm yeah. gonna be enduring the brunt of this. I mean, it's hard work for me. So I think one and a half million for me. I mean, actually, probably like one million because we're gonna take about half a million probably for you know our expenses well, and yeah. to like you know all the things we need to to make this happen. It's our budget. Half a million budget. A million for me. Half a million for this asshole. But also, uh, also I'm going to reach out to RazzleCon and say, hey, if you can find a way to steal this guy's half a million dollars, I will help you in any way I can. Careful. She might get some of your money, dude. I This is a professional thief. <laughs> like the biggest thief in history. The biggest thief in human history. At least in monetary value. Yeah. What, what other value? What else would it be? I mean, How else with inflation, I mean, they've never, there's never been like a quantification of wealth to this magnitude ever. So yes. Yeah. No one's ever stole billions of dollars before. But I'm sure there's thieves that stole lots of money or precious things in the before time of technology that had to put more work into it. You well, know? Yeah, there's or maybe def- not. There's definitely harder capers, but that's not the question. I'm talking just value wise. Like, this the is the heist. largest haul ever. Let me just get my cat out from under the bed, please. I know this is weird. Uh, ah! <laughs> Spam the button. <gasps> I mean, Free freeze. Like, when you've stolen that much, like, why can't you buy people off? I mean, this Listen, is what NFTs mil- exist for, dollar- right? Laundering large sums hey, of money? Just trickle it out. Um, well, that's how, part of how they got caught was through NFTs. Well, do it more. Do it carefully. Yeah, they, Fuck. they were they were trying to um, fucking launder it through some bored apes. I mean, and the regular stuff, like you know, like gift cards and shit. But like, it's billions of dollars. <laughs> like, so you gotta fucking get some apes in there and shit. Huh, a lot of apes were bought. A lot of apes. Who are these people? What's going on? Mm, very weird. Weird. Mm. Ridiculous. But yeah, Crazy. please, Razzlecon. When you win slash if you get out of jail, please reach out. I mean, like, okay, here's a million dollars. Let me delete the shit off my phone real quick. I will give you a million dollars to let me clear my phone. Sure. It's about it's about what's right. It's about justice. It's about the law. If you steal money, like, if you steal money from, like, a crypto exchange, I, good job. Right, crypto's supposed to fix everything. Decentralize the money. It's, now, granted, a crypto exchange is basically the yeah, bank you tried yeah, to get, not, get yeah. money away from, but uh-huh. it's, it's what it is. Yeah. It's not decentralized at all. Weird. I mean, yeah. Hmm. Weird. I mean, this is a classic Robin Hood situation, maybe. Is it? Well, no. I mean, you'd have to have the intention of stealing it to give it to other people and not just yeah. hoard it, which these people had. Yeah, so, no, I mean, they, they, they stole it. But, like, stealing. They held onto it for a long time. Then they started trying to uh, launder it through apes and gift cards. I Stealing is wrong, categorically, in my ah! opinion. But if I, but if someone said, there's different levels to that. If someone says I stole from a crypto exchange, I'm like, all right, <laughs> I wouldn't do it, but okay. Okay, bigger criminal. <laughs> stealing from a crypto exchange are stealing a banana from the grocery store. Oh, I, bigger criminal? Yeah. The person who stole a banana from the grocery store is not a criminal. But is the person who stole from a crypto exchange a criminal? Oh, <laughs> slightly, difficult, I, diff- more so. I, I say banana's a bigger criminal. Really? Yeah. 
Well, I mean, a banana is something I can physically hold on to and eat. It gives me physical substance. Crypto is just our imagined pretending. I mean, theoretically, maybe there's a blockchain. May, maybe all the bananas could have been purchased and somebody wanted a banana and couldn't get one because you stole one. True. I mean, if you steal all the crypto, who cares? In fact, if you steal all the crypto, the only thing that happens is the crypto is going to go up in value because they're going to print more and it's going to, like... They're gonna, there's going to be more need because more of it's out of circulation, theoretically. I mean, there are people, I mean, I know people who's, who've poured a lot of money in crypto and lost a lot of money in crypto. Oof. People who did not have money. So, I mean, this is the tales all the time. Do not invest money that you do not have or yeah, could lose. No. And that's just straight up, don't do anything with money that you can't afford to lose. But, I mean, those are the victims about these things that's... The billionaire, the people who are like actually money laundering and stuff through NFTs and like doing weird things with crypto, fuck them. Yeah, that's it's it's the people who dumbly put lots of money in. Yeah, who can't that you feel bad for. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's bad. That's not that's good. bad. Yeah, don't make don't make bad investments. Yeah, and like crypto is always a bad investment. Like always. if you're lucky, like you can time it well. And make money, but that's gambling. Yeah. It's not investing. It's gambling. gambling is not a sound anything. No. I just paid my taxes last weekend. Um, I, I did pretty good last year. Did pretty good nice. last year on the crypto. Um, but I had to pay some taxes. Not fun. Still hmm. paid less taxes last year than I did the year before. So That's fascinating. Yeah. It's all good. But yeah. But I did I I did okay. Did okay. And I still and I didn't I didn't sell that much. Like I think this year it'll probably it's gonna hurt more. Is that Hopefully, I'll be selling it all this year. I'm getting out of the game. Well, I just want to cash out to buy my house. So, nice. uh, I mean, but like if, you know, I'm not going to sell if it's like, you know, low. Change obviously. investment platforms, crypto you know, just, to property. You're like, winning in that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm winning either way. Like, I'm still like, even as low as it's gotten like this week, like I'm still ahead. Like I bought low enough that like it's, it would, it would be pretty bad for me to like break, to even like break even. Like it would, things would have to be very, very bad and it's not likely so world market could go into a spiral things are getting I, crazy it could but then i'll just wait and hold on to it forever until there you go until it goes back up to the moon eventually at some moon point back like that's the, that is the one thing i will say if guys listen if you if you fell into it and bought some crypto and it wasn't the best time to buy some crypto I mean, you might as well just like leave it there because it's probably going to swing around because it's all a giant scam. So hopefully you didn't buy it too high, but certainly don't sell at a loss. As long as more people are pumping money into crypto or people are stealing it so they have to mint more. There you go. Like definitely don't put money in you can't lose. But if you put money in and like you don't necessarily need it, don't don't lose your money for no reason. Yeah. Just like wait because... Somebody will eventually, you know, do some more scams and it'll go it'll go up in price and then you can sell it. That's my financial advice. Uh, Ramjack, we are not official financial advisors, um, but at the same time, you know, Brad's made some money. <laughs> but I did, we may or may okay. not be going doing a, a GoFundMe or a Patreon that will fuel a $2 million uh, documentary about um, the scam that's creepy hollows that might also have Razzle involved. Who knows? Razzlecon, just, who knows? It's just, just me, Razzlecon, and Brandon Shields of the Jackson Sun. So stay tuned, dear listener. 
Um, but until then, thank you so much for listening to Ramjack. Uh, I'm Alex. The other guy who you'll hear a lot about when these documentaries start popping is Brad. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for, for joining us today. Um, get in contact with us. Tell us what you're ticked off about. Tell us your stories. Uh, what it, what about your hometown and the people going and stuff happening there? We heard some I mean, stuff. Could it be any weirder than what's happening in our old hometown? Doubtful. A lot of weird stuff. A lot of weird stuff, especially with like meteorologists and fake yeah. meteorologists. Um, you can get in contact with us at ramjackpodcast.com there's the Facebook group there's the YouTube page there's lots of ways to find us and tell us what's on your mind I just want to clarify yes we are accepting your large two million dollar donations yes. um, to create this um, very annoying documentary mm-hmm. um, we're also accepting gifts at all times of course and if you oh, want to yeah. send us a mystery box obviously no dolls please we want happy! We want happy! A word jumble. Word jumble. We want progressively harder word jumble. <laughs> the words get bigger and bigger. Mm. Maybe it hops languages later in the week. Starts oh. in your native tongue, and as it goes through, what are these? What are these words that have uh, interjected themselves into the English language from Germany, Italy, mm. uh, Spanish? What could this word be? Huh. It gets weird. Mm. I, I think most things should escalate that much. Where do you think the, the easiest one should come on Sunday, I guess, the new day of the week? Or would you want your hardest ones to be on Saturday and Sunday because in theory you have the most leisure time to do them? I th- okay. I think hardest should be hardest should be Saturday, easiest Sunday. There you go. I'm just getting back into the week. I don't want anything too good. I just labored yesterday on Saturday. It took me a fucking hour to do this jumble. <laughs> oh, oh, I was jumbling all day long. Sunday, I, I still want the jumble. I got to get my fix. I just need a nice, easy, leisurely jumble. Easy jumble. Super easy jumble. I think this- Kids can help with a Sunday jumble. Yeah. That's Saturday jumble, though. That's a doozy. Yikes. Me and my wife, my partner, my friends have to team up. They have to get together to figure out what's going on. Gotta call the PhDs for the Saturday jumble. (laughs) PhDs only Saturday jumble. (laughs) It's the PhDs only Saturday jumble. You know what? You're looking at a PhD. No fucking way. I solved the jumble. What? What? Who helped you? No one. Oh my god. Kids, let that show. You don't need a fancy education or nothing. Your pog did the jumble by himself. <laughs> I can't believe it. The jumble. The Saturday jumble? Wow. My pa. The Saturday jumble. Hold on. This is a Friday jumble. <laughs> uh, no, it's not. Look at the date. <laughs> Typical pa. <laughs> nice try, asshole. <laughs> You're no PhD. You know Saturday jumble either. Get out of no. here. Go mow the lawn. <laughs> Fuck. Nah. Almost got you. He's a con or he's a regular <laughs> razzle con over here. Oh, fuck fucking razzle paw pop. <laughs> always, always scamming the jumbles. And his fam. Why? Who? What's he got to prove? We know who he is. Can I just say that We Want Happy has probably been the easiest, like, send-off we've done in such a long time that it, like, effortlessly rolls off the tongue. Yeah. There is no tongue twister in my mind. Like, I practice, I think about it, don't fuck it up. I fucked up the last couple of ones a few times, and I apologize. I'm sure you've uh, yeah, heard it. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, that last one, man. I, I put that one together like a fucking Frankenstein monster. There was one take I just completely did bad. I was like, I don't, I don't. Tongue good. twister. Oh, our very own PhD send-off. I, it's just, I don't know what it was. 
Ugh. Could could not bring it together, but we one happy rolled off the tongue so well. Yeah, that's a goodie. Nice. 